cliffcentral.com. Okay, and moving from that point to something of the psychological dimension, because that's what we do on a Monday morning. We talk about evolution. We talk about um, uh, improving the ideas and changing the ideas when new information comes up. We've got Dr. Hanan Bushkin coming in in a moment or two, and he is, of course, a renowned psychologist. He's the head of the Anxiety and, anxiety and Trauma Clinic in Johannesburg. And um, Someone called Wounded at Work sent us an email about uh, bullying in the workplace that uh, she's experiencing at the moment. So I'm going to go through this quickly. We call her Wounded at Work. She says, I would like to remain anonymous, but I have a slight problem in my workplace. A certain group and type of women are hindering my development and career growth prospects within our organization. They have profiled and spread malicious rumors about my personality as being cold and ruthless to key sweet seat management C-suite management people. Um, so I, I wonder if this is something that uh, Dr. Hanan has dealt with before in his practice. We'll find out. Doc, it's nice to see you. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm well. How are you? Good. Happy Monday morning. So you heard the, the email. So the, this, this person is having trouble. Um, she's a woman. She's having trouble from other women in the organization. She says a certain type of woman. Um, I don't know if that's if that's a fair characterization from her point of view. It seems to be fair. What do we make of this? How how do you stop people from being malicious and spreading ugliness about you in the workplace? And if you can't stop them, how can you deal with it yourself? How can you make yourself less susceptible to this kind of thing in the workplace? Because it can affect careers, right? Um, it affects careers. It affects mental health. It's uh, workplace bullying mm. is a very prevalent and very important and something that's quite in common uh, and significant because um, most people significantly so will experience some form of workplace bullying. Um, and uh, the the victims, so to speak, are mainly women and they're men bullying women and women, believe it or not, bullying women. And most people that bully are either on the same level or mostly are one level ahead of you or above you. So they have leverage over you. And the reason why it is um, so prevalent and sometimes even accepted is because the Unfortunately, in big corporates, you get rewarded for contributing to the bottom line. And bullies are generally very strong characters. Mm. They're very robust. They seem very confident. They get the job done. And corporate, in a lot of cases, reward this kind of behavior towards other people as long as they get the job done. And when you think about bullying, you think about, you know, a boss screaming at an employee. Yes. But bullying can be very, could be, could seem very much more or much more subtle than that. It could be subtle form of um, harassment. Mm -hmm. It could be verbal bullying. It could be intimidation. And um, for those that are listening uh, through my practice, I've, summarize the four different types of bullying that I think you want to be aware of because you want to label it for what it is. Mm. As you know, I'm a big fan of labeling things accurately because when you label things accurately, you can deal with it. Right. So an analogy is if your car is broken down and I just go, well, my car is broken down. That doesn't mean anything. 
But the moment I go, well, the front right tire is flat. Now I can start dealing with it because I've labeled it specifically and accurately. So in the workplace, you got to label things accurately and specifically so you can start dealing with it accurately and efficiently. So the first type of bullying is the other type of bullying. This is like the aggressive. You see it a mile away, the people that scream and shout and Mm -hmm. belittle people. And they don't care who is in front of them, who is watching and who's being affected. So we call this type the aggressive type of bullying. Right. The second type of bullying is the, is the backhanded critic, the one that's always taking a jab, but it seems like a compliment, but it's a jab. And it seems like they're trying to help you through your career and trying to develop you. But all they're doing is they bring you down. That's mm. what sort we of call the backhand critic. The third type of bullying is somebody that manipulates but by withholding resources. So you want to improve on your career. You want to advance in your career, but you have somebody that has the leverage and power over resources and they just are not giving you the tools to succeed. And they're not doing it for any other reason because they do not want you to succeed. Now, by the way, just in line with that, a lot of bullying occurs not with higher management attacking lower management. It's actually somebody that's just one level above you because they are threatened by your success. They they don't want to go for the lower, lowest ranking employee because they're not threatened by that. Mm. They're threatened by somebody that might take their position away from them. So withholding of resources is a great way to slow your progress down or your process down and your self-development in your work and therefore not be a threat to the bullying. And the fourth type of bullying, I call, I call these, these people the jester. Um, these are the two-faced individuals, the ones that seem that they want to help you, but behind the scene, they start meddling. They start murking your, your name. They start murking your reputation. They start dirting and throwing some accusations around. But to your face, they are is, your so-called best friend, the two-faced mm-hmm. jester. Right. And all those types of bullying are happens. Uh, most people experience it throughout their career. Now, the question is, what do you do once you, you're aware of it? Once you've labeled it, and you, it's okay to say, I am being bullied. That's okay. It's okay. You name it. Name it. And I'm being bullied by a particular person in a particular way. Well, I've written down seven things that I want you to take into account if that does happen to you. So the first thing is, this is quite important. You want to speak up early. You want to speak up early because the moment you set the tone uh, and you set the precedence to a bully that they can, then they will. So you want to speak up as soon as you label the front right tire being flat, deal Mm. with it immediately. Don't wait. Don't keep on driving, so to speak. Don't keep on and pretending that it's going to go away by itself because usually it doesn't. It gets progressively worse. And when you do speak up, then you are the bad person that, well, what's your problem kind of thing. So speak up early. The moment you pick it up, you speak up. Now, by the way, it doesn't mean that when you do speak up early that you have to create a whole circus around it. You can have an amicable, honest, transparent 
conversation with the person and ask them, well, what is the issue? What is the problem? Do they feel that you can do things better? How do you renegotiate the rules of the game and the communication? So, but you got to speak up early. The second thing that I always recommend is you document the communication. Document it. So if this had to go legal or you had to go to HR, you have all the proof on your side, whether it's email communication, WhatsApp communications, um, perhaps uh, in, in minutes of meetings, perhaps somebody was around you when you did have the conversation, you can document what they have seen and have them as as collateral to be able to confront that should this go maybe a bit further down the legal route. Number three, self-care outside of work. Look after yourself. And I know this is this sounds very airy-fairy and doesn't seem like anything to do with the bullying, but the truth is you do need to preserve and conserve your coins to be able to deal with the bullying. Right. So make sure that you do look after yourself outside of work, whether it's good, healthy relationships, diet, exercise, sleep, a sense of purpose outside of in work, words, hobbies, make sure that you have the energy. In other words, don't eat, sleep, breathe your your job because it might be sapping your strength, not making you better. Exactly right. That's, a, that's exactly so, to the point. So I know you've got more of these these points, but there is this niggling irritation in the back of my mind about people who claim that they're being bullied when they're really not. They just shit at their jobs. Um, how do you know that's, that's not you? Because you might actually be, um, what's the word, constructively getting yourself into these situations without even realizing it. Right. So one of the points um, that apart from speaking up early is that you need to communicate, whether it's you communicate to the person that you feel is bullying you or you need to communicate directly to HR in and with the intention of communicating the rules of the game. So if I feel that I'm being bullied, and perhaps to your point, Gareth, if I feel that I'm just not, I'm being bullied, but I'm actually not doing my job accurately, and I do speak up, and I turn to the person that's so-called bullying me, and I go, this is what I feel, and the person comes back and goes, well, these are the rules of the game, and this is what I expect from you, these are your KPIs, and these are the, this is the roadmap to your success, and this is why you're not achieving it then through that communication, I'll be able to ascertain whether I'm gaslighting myself because that's possible or I'm being gaslighted by the bully. But healthy communication through the rule set is very, very important. All right. So back to your your, your things that you can do. So mm, I interrupted you halfway I through said, the list. No, no. Great. So you speak up early, you document the information, your self-care. Number four, you do your research. Make sure you know what the policies are that are that have been put together by your by your work, by your corporate mm-hmm. that uh, counteract or deal with these kind of situations. So know your policy. Uh, talk to the person. So it's okay to communicate and actually say, hey, listen, this is what I feel. This is what's going on. But remember, document all the information. Talk to the person. Speak up. Say, this is what I feel. This is what's been going on. Or is there an issue? Is there a problem? Can I do things better? Can you do things better? Can we have an open communication around this thing that's going on between us? Can Mm. we renegotiate the rules of the game? Second last thing, um, HR. If you need to escalate to HR, that's completely appropriate. Again, we're not creating a big circus. We're just having a conversation. And I need to go back to point one. You do it early so it doesn't turn to a, into a big circus. Because the moment you turn to somebody 
and or to you turn to HR and say, listen, I've been bullied for the last three years. Now it's a big deal. Now it's a big deal versus, hey, this is what happened last week. I want to address it early. It's happened with this person. What are the policies? What are the procedures? What can I do? What can you do to ensure that this doesn't happen again or to correct whatever's been going on? And the last thing that I want to mention, which happens, which I have seen in my practice, which is not a bad idea, should all of this fail, is look for an alternative job. There's nothing wrong with right. building up your, your your CV and building up your confidence through having alternatives. The moment you don't have any alternative and this is the only thing that is going for you and the only option that you have, you might be desperate. And therefore, when you're desperate, you might accept things that normally you would never accept. You know, so I give I give the analogy of when you're desperate, you accept things that you wouldn't. Imagine you have not eaten for three weeks. Yeah. And I present to you the one food that now you look at and you go, I would never eat this. Well, I'm telling you, if you're desperate in three weeks' time, you would eat anything. Anything that I put in front of you, you would eat because you're desperate. And that happens in relationships too, by the way. When I'm desperate, hmm. I would accept anything, anything that is put in front of me because I'm desperate. And when it comes to a job, it's not dissimilar. If I'm desperate, I will accept substandard behavior. So therefore, having alternatives and judging your worth based on the alternative is a very good, is, an, so is a good option. I call that the law of two feet, and, uh, and, and I've always applied it to myself. If I'm really unhappy somewhere, then I've got to get up on my own two feet and walk out of the door. And, and there's no one who can, make, who, can, who can be more empowered than the person who decides they're going to do that. Even in a market where maybe you think, oh, well, I don't know if I'm going to get another job, et cetera, et cetera. You've got to put those things aside. If you value yourself more than being abused, you'll do that. And it's a tough thing for some people to do. But you've got to think about that as the logical outcome if you're going to say no more, right? Um, Doc, this is important. And yes. I don't want us to breeze past this. You mentioned HR. HR departments are inevitably run by women. I don't think there's a single HR department in South Africa that isn't run by women. Why is that? And in this particular complaint that we had, they were talking about women bullying women. Why is that a thing? Let's not breeze past it. Yeah. It, was men, it was men we'd be talking about toxic masculinity. We'd be talking about all of that shit. And we've just had Father's Day. God knows there isn't stuff to unpack there. What's this? I mean, we're not going to ignore this and pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. So we know from research that women are better, are more equipped and gravitate more towards dealing with people and men are generally more gravitated to deal with things. Mm -hmm. So generally women would fill up these roles a lot quicker and there would be a better fit to dealing with people in HR and hence these departments are filled with women. But the reason why you must understand the way you move up the social or the career hierarchy is not through being soft, it's through being tough and through fending off um, threats and through being maybe manipulative. And I don't mean manipulative even in a negative sense, but right. through playing the game quite, quite shrewdly and quite well. And the women that get to the top, uh, just like the men do, they play the game shrewdly and they play the game intelligently and they play by specific rules that are very smart. So the women that get there, they don't want to relinquish their position either. 
they got there through sweat, blood and tears. Nobody's given or very few, you know, we think that people are given their position just because they look pretty, mm-hmm. but people, are, people work hard for their position, especially in corporates where you have to fight and fend off Absolutely. some threats. So uh, many of these so-called, um, well, these people that are getting bullied, they're getting bullied by men and women. But the reason why these women bully them is because these are very powerful women that would not give up their position for nothing. They want to fight it off. And the moment they see a threat by another woman, they're not just going to be taking it lying down. They will f- naturally fight it off quite viciously. Absolutely. All right. I think that's a valuable point to throw in there. Um, just because we, you know, it was brought up specially in the email. So I didn't want to just pretend it, it wasn't part of the discussion. All right, Doc, there's so much more to unpack. Um, I hope, I hope you had a happy Father's Day. Uh, did your kids make a little fuss of you? Thank you. No, there was, it was very, very cute and very special. I felt, uh, I felt needed, wanted, acknowledged. It was, it was magnificent. <laughs> All right. We've got to talk about Father's Day and we've got to talk about the role of fathers. And it's something that I think in South Africa mm, is a massive. Definitely. It's, it's a big, big event. It's a big story. Uh, even if people don't always feel comfortable talking about it. So we've got to discuss that at some point. Just pencil that in, in one of our sessions to talk about fathers and male Absolutely. role models. Big thing in South Africa. All right. Dr. Hanan Bushkin, very nice to see you. Thank you very much. Nice to see you guys. Good to All have right. you on the show this morning. Cliffcentral.com.